Alpine School District has removed 22 books from their shelves. Washington County has banned 14. Granite County School District is currently reviewing 205 books. It's no secret that book bannings have been on the incline, but how do they work in the state of Utah? It's an important topic for the University of Utah English professor Paisley Rechtal. She formed an advocacy coalition called Let Utah Read, which works to educate Utahns about book bannings throughout the state. This kind of literature is pretty much on the table because people want to limit access to information about sexuality, the full range and complexity of human life and behavior, and of course, the full range and complexity of American history itself. So why is this? And it's because it's not just now, it's actually been going on for decades. Mm -hmm. It's just slowly built up its power over the last six years. Rebecca Cummings is the interim director of Digital Matters at the Marriott Library and the advocacy co-chair of the Utah Library Association. Kind of the anti-mask group that grew at school board meetings and then that kept shifting its attention to other things. And they sort of connected over these issues and became more vocal and more persuasive in the legislature. She would know because a lot of her work focuses on the legislative sphere. So the advocacy committee of the Utah Library Association works with the legislature trying to build relationships. If there are funding or policy issues that affect libraries, we try to work with them to make sure that the voice of the library community is heard. In the state of Utah, we have this thing on the books called House Bill 374. It basically has this line about pornography. Anything that's pornographic, which means it has absolutely no literary merit, no educational merit, has to be pulled immediately. But Cummings says it's tough to determine which text should be deemed pornographic. I don't think a clear definition of pornography is possible. But the ambiguity is important, though, because I think there is an element of you have to look at things holistically, and we do need that gray area to make decisions. Cummings is not the only librarian that encourages readers to approach texts holistically. I think of a lot of Toni Morrison books. Mm -hmm. They're beautiful and they're great literary works. And if you just read certain sentences or paragraphs, even you lose the whole context of what it's about. That was Kara Budge, who is the media technology specialist at West High. I enjoy the, the challenge of getting kids to read and finding the right books for kids that they like. The folks who decide which books should be removed from the library shelves vary. One of the things that is so frustrating about this process is there's no uniform approach. Once a book has been deemed pornographic in Utah, you would think that there might be one approach to, you know, reevaluating it, but there isn't. The process is left up to each individual school district. Cummings says there's slight guidance from the attorney general's office, but even that is unclear. There was a first memo that was released that gave crystal clear guidance on how books should be evaluated. And that first memo was legally sound, but it was politically problematic for people who want to pull books from library shelves. So the attorney general's office then released a second memo. It basically said that to follow existing Utah law, that you should follow that bright line rule. But then further down the memo, it says that this may create constitutional challenges and you may need to review the book as a whole. This puts school districts in a precarious position. Are they going to uphold Utah law that has the bright line rule or the federal law that says works need to be taken as a whole? West High School is within Salt Lake District. 
our policy is that the parent has to read the entire book as well as a committee. And so we have a committee made up of myself, an administrator, some teachers, and some parents in the community that will all read the book and then we'll come to a consensus and make a decision. Okay, the next day, Princess Sparkle West and Anne found Brock sitting all by himself. Then the three of them began to invent games and tell each other stories. For Kay Thomas, the librarian at Eastwood Elementary, the process is a little bit different. You're kind of limited what you can do mm. in an elementary library. Discrepancies across school districts cause confusions. Is there a solution? I think it would behoove Utah going into the 2024 session to work with librarians to create a standardized process for how books are evaluated. But there should always remain that subjectivity for the evaluation committee from people who have read the books about whether or not that book stays on the shelf. Until there's a more standardized process in place, librarians are responding to the increase in book bannings by censoring themselves before a parent has the opportunity. I think they're great stories. I think they're great perspectives. But I'm like, they can get that in the public library, and I would recommend students to go there. The thing is, these librarians are trained in what to have in their specific library for their specific student body. But even with that knowledge, book banning in Utah and around the country persists. And the effects that it might have on the coming generation could be detrimental to the kind of world they grow up in. The point of literature is to reveal the human experience. And there are parts of the human experience that are ugly. And I think that literature reflects that. I'm Thea Soder reporting.